mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello and welcome to our weekend release. This is the bonus podcast where we see how much extra content we can squeeze into your week. Oh, squeeze it in. Wow, okay. Well, random things that have... No, just spit on it. There we go. Oh, that's better. Random things that have been sent in. Extra bits of You always take my jokes (laughs) and just... Random things that have been sent in. Extra bits from our week and how our advice went down with you are, Gene Davis. You know you said in last week's episode that you've got a lot of family listening and stuff now. Yeah, I regret that now. Please don't ever, ever let your mum and dad listen to this. Because my mum and dad don't listen. They listen to bits and like my yeah. brothers will play in bits and stuff, but don't ever let them listen. Promise me that. I try not to. I mean, they're not brilliantly technologically advanced. So, we um, that. yeah. So I, I don't think getting a podcast app is, is going to help. But... Sarah was trying to get Strictly Come Dancing on microwave over week. Brian, it's not bloody working again. Mick James. Darling, it's padinging at me. Padinging. How, how do you can get this bloody thing? I just want to watch Tess and Claudia, darling. Yeah. yeah. Um, can I just say, and I, I feel terrible for not saying this, because I discovered this literally the week after we talked about it. Cast your mind back to almost one of the first episodes we did after the accession to the throne of King Charles III. We talked about what is the king's favourite drink. Mm-hmm. I asked somebody that I knew would know. An, an insider. Yeah. What do you think it is? Uh, oh, I bet he's a real ale man. Well, I'm sure he, yes, I'm sure he likes real ale, okay. but what's his absolute favourite oh, drink? Oh, okay. Uh, green Oak. Arthur WKD, Arthur Lager. Apparently WKD, No, that's the Princess Royals. Apparently K, WKD's going out. They're not making them anymore. Oh, I see it. Go oh, uh, an ooch. What does WKD for? Wankers, kings and dickheads. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Smirnoff no, off ice. No. Bacardi and Diet Coke. No. That's Wendy's tipple. Is it? Yeah. Uh, he likes, I'll put you out of your misery, a martini. Oh, a vodka or gin one. Do you or, know, I don't know. Or a Vespa. Now, oh, let me I'm t- thinking, I'm wonder, I think gin. Now, let me tell you this. I was recently introduced to a martini. Right. Um... And it's my top five drinks. Is it? You can't have more than two, though. No. Because it's just straight Are you gin or are you vodka? So I'll have a gin, a vodka, or a Vespa. What's a Vespa? It's a a motorbike, isn't it? a Vespa's a gin and vodka. But for me, I have to have it. It's got to be extra dry. So just... But when you say extra dry, they think you mean more martini. So you just literally put a tad bit of martini in. Okay. 
Canadian line. Yeah. I love oh, a martini. Very strong. I love them. So Barack Obama was um, liked a martini as well. Okay. Likes. I think he's still alive. It's his, it's his favourite drink. He used to have one on a Friday. Did he? After he finished his shift in White House. <laughs> yeah, it was in his book. Never invade America on a Friday afternoon. That's what they used to say. Right. Because he was had a drink. Oh. Who's going to invade America? Anyway, oh, let's do that then in a couple of what, weeks. What invade we'll... America? No, we'll make some. I'll make you some nice dry martini. Yes, let's do that for a Christmas episode. Yeah, we'll do martini. I'll I'll bring some uh, martini in. Because I know my brother's a big Bond fan and also is a good mixologist, and you don't the whole James Bond shake and not stirred is a load of rubbish because you shouldn't actually shake a cocktail and you stir a cocktail otherwise it bruises something or makes it too yeah, weak. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that but I do prefer a shaken martini because it gets it colder and the ice so I'd have to disagree. But it's a weaker but... martini. Mm. But then, I mean, who? you tell us how you make it next week. Okay, I'll okay. do it. We'll do it in a couple or of weeks. In whenever you me. want to bring it in. Mm. You, I'm sorry. I do a little thing for it as well when I'm shaking it up. Okay. So, do you remember that old brand advert? No. Ay, 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 oh. ay, ay, like your coconuts. That's the song I sing when I'm shaking it. Your plumpy, juicy raisins are divine. I've got a video of you doing that in my old flat. Your apple sliced bananas and your hazelnuts. hazelnuts. Each ball is divine. Cha-cha-cha. Yes, I think that's, that's where cha-cha-cha came from. Anyway. Funny. Anyway, let's go to the listeners' responses. This is from Christian Zeno. Anyone over 30 and under 30 will never have seen that advert. Dear William and Jordan, I've recently discovered your podcast thanks to my TikTok obsession. I just adore the two of you and have been binging your content for the better part of a week. I cannot believe how many people have like been watching us on TikTok. Yes. People stopping us. You in do the a street. podcast for years, it's I just know. an audio only thing, and then I, you start filming it and people start being I know, interested. You go on TikTok, people come up to the street and be like, Oh, I love your podcast. Yeah. They're like, Oh, you're Gene Diva, like, oh no, I just watch it on TikTok. I must tell you that I'm an American. Oh, I'm so sorry. And there are some <coughs> idiom, idioms and colloquialisms you use that are understandably not in my realm of knowledge. I kept hearing a reference that was baffling me. I was scouring the episodes for the inside joke, referring to the American actress Gina Davis. I was wondering, why do they keep talking to Gina Davis as if she's living by her phone listening to every word? How bizarre. Luckily, with some time and context, I realised that you are in fact saying Gina Divas. Uh, in reference to the cocktail you enjoy. Have a listen to your back episodes and slip in Gina Davis whenever you say G and Divas. It's hilarious. G, okay, let, thank you. I think we do need to clear this up for new listeners. We call our listeners G and Divas because we drink at the start of every episode gin and the bonnet. We've got the gin and the bonnet. On Which, the like a G and T, gin and tonic, we yeah. call a G and D. Gin and bonnet. G and D was the late queen, mother's. the late queen mother's yep. favourite drink. So. Hence what we talked about before. We're going to have a, vod, uh, a martini because that's the king. So, yeah, when we say Jean Divas, we're, few, we're referring to you, our listeners. Yes, not, not an actress. Okay. And it's spelt G, as in the letter, mm-hmm. G for, like, garden or Gethsemane, and Who? Gethsemane, biblical, Diva, D-I-V-A. So it's G A. No apostrophe S unless it's a possessive. Another... Because we're divas, apparently. Okay. I think it's mainly the producer. This is from Red Leclerc. Ben's idea. Two divas. Yes, it was Ben's yeah. idea. This is one idea that he's brought to the podcast. I was just going to say that apostrophe. <laughs> all of that, all of that, from start to finish, was my idea. Beyond Jill and Bonnet. Hello. Do you want a medal? <laughs> 
Hello, I've just listened to your most recent episode, Help, I'm Bored of Be Real. Uh, that was a few weeks ago. Uh, and I'm not sure if you ever revisit old correspondence. Well, we do in this very segment. Uh, but I just wanted to say something with a bit of advice for the young bisexual girl who was struggling with her sexuality a bit. Yeah. I have been in a similar situation of feeling serious with a male partner, but regretting not sleeping with slash dating more women before settling. In fact, it was around the same age and the same relationship length. It is really tricky being bisexual because you can feel this constant stressor of have I picked the right gender that I'm happiest with? What if I'm happier with the other gender? But my advice, which came after many years of struggling and even with that relationship breaking down after many years, is that it isn't about which gender you end up being with. It's truly about the person. I can't speak much on this person's sexual attraction, but in this struggle, just think about the person more than their gender. I hope this helps. That is really good advice. Excellent that advice. Is, and thank you so much for getting in touch. And I hope the person, uh, I've forgotten the name now, what was it? Mm. He got in touch a couple of weeks ago about yep. that. He's listening because that's really, really love, lovely advice. Yes. It is. Great yeah. advice. It's it's all about the person. And I think that's true. That You know, we've had people that have either written to us in the past or, you know, might consider themselves straight or even gay. And suddenly they meet someone and, whoa, they've got, they suddenly have all these feelings for someone on on every level. So, you know, it's it, it's better to be open minded. Um, and yeah, you are you are in a relationship, dating, engaged, married, or whatever that stage of that relationship is, with a person, not with just because they are boy, girl, or whatever. Who was that from? That was from Red Leclerc. Here's the next one. Dear William Jordan and executive producer Ben, I haven't got a dilemma, but felt compelled to contact you after today's weekend release, as I really feel that you've missed a trick. You spoke about what you'd both do if you were king for a day, and I have to say, I really don't think you gave your answers proper consideration. Oh, God, we were pissed. <laughs> we're always hammered bit time with Duke Bonus. We record, let, let us in a little secret here. We record the main episode, then we record the bonus, so we're usually shit-faced. <laughs> <laughs> if I were queen for the day, I would befriend the staff at Buckingham Palace and have a good gossip. Oh, that's a good idea. Oh, well, aren't you the great but. Person. Who is this person? Sam. Sam, but to be fair, William knows half of him anyway, so I mean, the stuff he tells me that we can't record. I'd like... You told me about, can I say? Well, probably not, no. You've told me stuff. Yeah, well, yes. I I'd... tell everyone as well. Oh, for God's a... sake. I know. I always see my mum's mom, my like, what's William said about, what's latest thing, Palace? I'm like, well, anyway. <laughs> I'd like to know the juicy stuff. Did the Queen listen to Tampon Gate? How much of what Meghan and Harry have said is true? What did the Queen make of Donald Trump? And just imagine if the Queen kept a diary, which you could demand to read. Well, she did keep a diary. And in probably in about 200 years' time, that'll be released. And sadly, none of us will be alive. But I'm desperate to read it. I'd happily go back to normal life after a day spent discussing royal rumours and having a G&D on the throne. On the throne. Come on, Sam. Oh, no, no, no. I think they do mean the throne. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because in my house, if you're going up the throne... Right. You're going for a poo. Did your dad never used to... I don't know why I no. asked you this. <laughs> Did your dad ever used to say... No. I'm just going to go I'm on the throne. No. <laughs> Funnily enough. <laughs> Love the podcast, and I can't imagine my morning commute without your dulcet tones and Ben's background chuckles filling my car. Sam. I mean, if we thought about it, there'd be a million one things you'd do. You'd, you'd have a massive game of hide-and-seek. You'd go and sleep in the bed. You'd have a look in kit. I'd just, if I were king or queen for the day, I'd order a shitload of, I said this, I'd order loads of room service. I'd be like Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone 2 when he's right. in New York. I'd just order loads of stuff. 
I don't really think that's what being a constitutional monarch is all about. Yeah, we've only got a day. What are you going to do in a day? I won't even, I won't even make any laws out. I'd wet crown. Just for... Okay, a constitutional monarch doesn't make the laws. Yeah, though. whatever. That's I called know. the government. I'd, I'd, I'd wear a crown and that just for crack. Have a big. <laughs> and I, I think I said this the other week. Actually, Sam, I don't. I, I'd stick by what I said. I'd have a big bath. <laughs> Did I? Yeah. I'd have a big bath. I'd over, order a load of room service, tickle corgis, and crack on and watch telly. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-four hours. I just treat it like a trip away in a nice hotel. Lovely. Big dressing gown on. Good headboards there. <laughs> How do you know? This is from Jess. Hello. Help. I have a plethora of Poppins problems. Oh, well, hello. <laughs> I've had a Poppins problem since 2004. Dear William and Jordan, I have been a loyal G&Diva for, <laughs> for two years now and have finally found a practically perfect reason for writing in. I am a middle school teacher in New York, about 40 minutes drive from New York City. I find it mad that people in America listen. In addition to my teaching duties, I also direct our school's musical production each year. Having listened to your podcast religiously, it's no wonder I selected Mary Poppins this year. It's obvious that you two are in my subconscious, and I'm very excited to begin production next month. Thank you for the inspiration. Now, down to business. With 10 to 13-year-old kids playing the roles, some songs may need to go. Does the Birdwoman really need a whole song? William, I know you won't want to cut any. Jordan, which songs made you want to fall asleep in the theatre? Where do also, I start? Also, as pre-teen American performers, should I require a British accent for all of our student actors? This is a great question, right, because obviously when you do a school play, it's not the full three-hour version, it's cut down to about I now. do believe that Disney and Cameron Macintosh have a version called Mary Poppins Junior that they licence to schools, and that's oh. probably what uh, Jess is doing. And do the schools have to pay for that? Yes. What? Oh, the Les Mis, do a Les Mis Junior... Phantom, I think, has one. Are they all... And they charge them for that. It's part of the reg they're tight gets. Well, I don't think it's, like, multi-million pound deal. How much would it be? Probably a couple of thousand. No. Did he... So when I was in Oklahoma... Yeah. Oh, Oklahoma. Yeah, yes. It's great. Sorry. It's uh, not. It's bloody awful. Oklahoma's great. <sighs> the hills on... No, wait That's the sound of music. It? Oh, what a beautiful morning. <laughs> Oh, what a beautiful... I still remember Was this an on-singing role? Oh, what a beautiful... What was actually a beautiful day? I've got a beautiful feeling. Everything's going my way. Cha, cha, There's cha. a bright golden haze on the meadow. <laughs> There's a bright golden haze on the meadow. I still remember my life. Nice. Gee, Annie, I'm so hungry, I could eat a gatepost. <laughs> <laughs> That's my life. <laughs> yeah, right. It was a hillbilly. Bless you. <laughs> they looked at me and went, hillbilly. <laughs> Gee, Annie, I'm so hungry, I could eat a gatepost. That was my line. Well, anyway. And, okay, so there we go. You did an American accent. So Jess is saying... Okay, they've got to do British accents. Of course, they've got to attempt them anyway. If what's-his-name can do it in the film, then you sure Yeah, Dick Van Dyke, yeah. Um, and if you want to start a British accent, there's YouTube videos. If you want to do a Cockney accent, just start. I always start with swear words. That helps me I get don't the think accent. 10 to 13 year olds, darling, should really be doing No, but swear that's words. how I learn my accents. Oi, you fucking knob. And that's how I start doing Cockney. You fucking what? You want some? You, you fucking what? I, I don't think you. Come can... on! Come on! That's how I do it. And then... It's not very cherry tree lane, though. No. Sorry for the swearing there. That was really bad language. But. Or what, geese? Or what, geese? 
Oh, it's like um, kick your knees up. Kick your knees up, step in time. Um, it's like <laughs> it's terrible. It's like um, what's her name when Claire Foy was getting into character for the Queen. Yes, she said ears instead of yes for yes. She would say ears, 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 ears. Uh, so what bits would you cut out? Oh, go on. You got to cut out three songs. I'd cut out the Bird Lady one. You can see all that on Home Alone. It's a bit weird. I didn't quite get that bit. I didn't get any. It's about being kind to animals. I like the one where... Unless they're rats I like the one where... But also, I'd look at Cash like, you're not going to be able to get dancing penguins. Oh, you could get penguins. They don't have dancing penguins in the musical. Do they not? No, that's in the film. Right, what what one... Name the songs you'd cut. I wouldn't cut any. No, there's some... I'd cut, like, the... (laughs) The... Boring I'm making a cup of tea and making the bed today. All that, all that shite. There's no song I'm yeah, making but a you cup know, of so when tea. When you watch a musical, it's like, I'm opening the window to let in some air. It's like, right, we can get it. Oh, what will happen when Mr. Banks comes home? It's like, right. <laughs> cut all that shite. Come on, you've got to name one song that you'd cut for Mary Poppins, your least favourite bit. I don't. I genuinely, genuinely don't, don't have. Yeah. I genuinely don't. Cut the bird one out. There, there are pieces of dialogue I might cut, uh, but not songs. You can't cut out "Consider Yourself" because that's one of the best songs. Consider in yourself. Flipping Oliver. At home. That's Oliver. Consider yourself. You want one of the family. <laughs> but yeah, the ones that are expensive. The bird. Can I tell you? Lady. I wasn't going to tell you this because I this sounds immodest, but we're talking about Mary Poppins. But a few weeks ago, I went with Ellie, my uh, friend, who is also mother to my goddaughter. And Ellie said to me as we were taking our seats, she said, "Oh, do any of your podcast listeners ever are they ever here at the same time as you?" And I said, "Oh yeah, and it's happened a few times, and they're really nice. And they come up and go, oh my god, you're here. I've only come because of course of you. you're that. You're a bloody yeah. week." We take our seats, and 30 seconds later, tap on the shoulder. Oh, my God! <laughs> Was it a G&D? They were Scottish, actually. They were so lovely, by the way, if they're listening. Um, oh, my God! I can't even believe it! Yeah. Anyway, lovely. We're having a night. They're like, can we have a photograph? I'm like, of course, of course you can. Absolutely fine. From my right-hand side, another tap on the shoulder, a chap. <gasps> William, can I have a photograph? Oh. Oh, I'm only here because... And then, the row in front turn behind. No. Yep. Turn round. But the old G and And they wanted a photo too. I don't know about the couple in front. It's, they probably just wanted one because they've seen you getting. Yeah. yeah. But I had at least three people there. See, uh, somebody asked me this recently. A lot of people think you'd say no to a selfie, but you, you don't, do you? When no, people I ask think for they... selfies. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's, all, it's awkward in lavatories. It's just not the time. Have the you place. been asked in a lavatory? Once, yeah. Have you? Mm. That's how I met Mikey. Um, yeah, I, I get them to do a British accent. And can I, I think I've said this on this podcast before. If you want inspiration for your school production of Mary Poppins, there are lots of videos of the American schools all up across the USA that they've put on YouTube, the entire performance. And when I'm bored at home... Oh, really? It's quite fun to go and watch American yeah. schools do Mary Poppins. Is it? Yeah. I was There's in... one where, you know, in the actual show, you know the Step in Time, let's not ruin it for anyone that hasn't seen it, but you know yeah. the thing in Step in Time with Bert? That yeah. Bit, yeah, yeah. Which they obviously struggle to do in a stage show. So they adapt it. And there's one when Bert goes, over the rooftop, step in time, and does like like a, a fall, and the chimney sweeps are supposed to catch him. They don't catch him. Uh-huh. It's hysterically funny. <laughs> okay, show me that. And he goes... 
<laughs> just face plants the floor. <laughs> oh, I see that. Uh, it's great. I was in a little shop of horrors in year nine, but I quit due to creative differences. <laughs> I've got to say as so. well. Who were you going to play? I can't remember. I Seymour. I can't, Audrey. I can't remember, but I just remember not liking the new drama teacher. I was very headstrong. You, you even were difficult then. then. I yeah. was very headstrong even then. Little shop, little shop of horrors. Okay, let's finish. So, if you've got a question or a story that isn't a dilemma or a problem, this is the place where we can read it out. Drop into our DMs on social media or send us an email to help at sextomyboss.com with anything that you want to share with us. This is the perfect place to do it. We also love hearing back from people we offer advice to, so if that's you, get back in touch with producer Ben, and we'll see you on Tuesday for next week's main episode. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com